Hey, welcome back. It's another episode of Thanks for Your Concern. You're here with Ella. And Bernice. How is, how you living? How you feeling? How are <sighs> things? Things have been fucking nuts. I don't even know where to start. Uh, where do we start? Life just really be life. And um, as you know, if you have been listening to the podcast for the past few weeks, I went like on a two week, um, like, tour of music festivals first i went to forbidden kingdom in orlando then i went back home to seattle and i was i went to beyond wonderland <clears throat> and well i while i was at beyond wonderland um there was obviously like a um they're calling it a mass shooting which i guess it is a mass shooting uh the circumstances were interesting so you can get i guess like some of the scoop of what happened through my eyes while i was there um, it was at the Gorge. We got there like a day before the festival on Friday. All good. There was a pre-party Friday. Then on Saturday was the actual festival. And I went in pretty early because, you know, I like to get my money's worth. So I go in around like 5 p.m. Um, most of my friends are already in by that time. And then around like 9 p.m., uh, messages start trickling in. And the first person to reach out to me was like an ex's friend. And he was like, heard about the shooting at the gorge. Are you okay? And at first, because I don't like these people, I legitimately thought they were messing with me. I was like, how dare they try to ruin my experience, you know? Then I was like, let me look. And like, I start to look it up. There's like not a lot of signal going on. And I get more and more of these messages of like people coming out the woodwork asking if I'm okay, right? And I was like, oh shit. So after like an hour, everybody basically knows that something had gone down in the campground. So not in the actual festival. I meet up with another one of my friends and he tells me, yeah, they like shoved us in. Essentially, we were locked in the festival, um, but nobody knew because they decided like not to tell us, I guess to like avoid causing panic, which I completely understand that decision. I valid. Um, and what's interesting is that I had been to the gorge in another situation where like we had to evacuate because it was lightning a few years ago. And the first thing that came into my mind when people were trying to evacuate through one door was if there was an active shooter in this goddamn venue, we'd all be fucked. Um, so I had planned my strategy back then. I was like, if there's an active shooter, I was like, we go behind the stage. So it was just like a really interesting experience because obviously, like, I don't really know, like, how to feel about it because we were inside of the festival, though I was like at the same venue per se. I didn't really experience like like what other people did. You know what I mean? So it it's just been like a really interesting feeling where like I feel for the people that it happened. Obviously, like the story goes, it was a guy who was upset about his girlfriend being at the gorge. He came, he parked outside of the campgrounds, he snuck into the campgrounds, found her, shot her, and then shot the people that were trying to help her. Um, so it's really sad and unfortunate the circumstances like it it's just crazy to me that like obviously like there's people that are like just so not fully there with like reality or wanting to be good people or like wanting to harm other people um yeah so that it was just like a very interesting and there's been a lot of other things in my life that have just been um rolling with that with the punches you might say life just be life -in. so i'm in an interesting place but i'm okay i'm physically here um, so I'm just like grateful to be alive. How are you? Yeah, that was really scary. I know I was one of the people that texted you. Uh, 
it's really sad because like I probably I've almost gone to that festival a lot of years. I've been so many times and I don't know, me and Berenice are risk managers 100 <laughs> percent. Uh, I think fun fact, I was risk management chair for the sorority. Was I good at it? No, but did it serve like put my anxiety further down a path? Yes. Did I start seeing things? Yeah. And it just makes me sad that this is kind of our reality. Um, obviously it's a, like a slightly triggering because it's now come out that it's like involved in domestic violence. Like anyone who's like a domestic violence survivor knows that's like worst case scenario. And unfortunately the reality for a lot of people for things to get violent, dangerous. And I don't know. I just feel for people who lost their lives trying to be good Samaritans and obviously the people that were also injured. And then anyone who was traumatized trying to go to this event, this is probably like the closest mass shooting to like me as far as like my community and people where I feel like a lot of people are affected by this. So our hearts go out to those people. And I don't know, it's a crazy little feeling. It is. And like, obviously like I make TikToks containing like music festival content, you know, and I have stuff from, from it. I haven't posted anything. I just like, what is appropriate and what isn't, right? And I think like that's a really big question right now where a lot of like <clears throat> creators are like coming, giving their two cents. For me, I, I, I don't know, like I think I, out of respect, I've just like stayed away from posting anything in general yeah. other than here's how you can support the people that were affected by this. Um, but yeah, a lot of people having opinions on the internet, which I think is really interesting and like judge each other on how people react. Um, I don't like that because at the end of the day, like, like if you were in there and you have an opinion about people that were there were reacting. Like, let's not do that. Let's not put each other down right now when like one person decided to do this like really awful thing, you know, like, let's just not come for each other. Let's just like really de- de- right, direct our energy into helping that need help that's a really good message for all things which is like let's not attack each other on the internet and direct the anger person who committed the atrocity not everyone else who and there's not a playbook for how you're supposed to react to being in a mass shooter situation at a festival like that's just doesn't you know (laughs) they don't teach that you that in grade school so no they don't um yeah so well you're back safe in new york I'm back in New York, uh, ready to be away from people. I've been a little hermit. I don't want to really see anybody for a few days. I think I'm just, I, I noticed myself just like not even wanting to like make friends at the, like the festival. I was just like, like uh, my social battery was just a little lower, you know, than usual. And I think like time by myself is really nice to just decrease. But yeah, we're good. Um, Ella, how you been? What have you been up to? All right, you guys. So on a different note, I have some free game for you. I have some information I wanted to share. So I have been going to an esthetician every two weeks for the past like four or five months and getting hydroderm facials. And I've been getting a lot of information. <laughs> I feel like I have an esthetician. We have an esthetician. All right. I've been learning a lot of stuff. and I'm just going to give out a couple little tidbits. Okay. You come to Thanks for Your Concern for life advice, skincare advice, oh, yeah. everything, all baby. All of it. All of it. <laughs> so I was told that. Okay. So I'm going to give you a little bit of background on what I feel mm-hmm. like with skincare. I used to work at Sephora. I think I can say that, right? I don't think I 
signed an NDA for that establishment. Uh, and I know they're just trying to fucking push a lot of shit. We There's a reason why they're trying to push a 12-step skincare regimen. They want you to buy more stuff. So I'm going to make sure that you just... I'm just going to tell you what this esthetician told me about some of the key ingredients that you need, all right? So if you're going to do anything, they said, like, vitamin C serum... But not all vitamin C serums are made the same. You want to find one that has absorbic acid. Now, babies, these start at like 200 bucks for this. No, 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 no. I found the best dupe. It's called, it's from a, actually a small company, which I love. You know, I love supporting like small businesses. May Love Glow Glitter Serum. Glow Getter? Glow Getter Serum. Okay, it's like $23. Has all these good yummy jujus in it and is like a dupe for like a $230 serum and then the other thing they mentioned is to do a chemical exfoliant okay to not do like microbeads because that's like ruining our ecosystem or whatever but chemical exfoliant like AHA glycolic acid any acid really all right babes just just the acids just the acids literally anything that says acid in it that isn't a chemical exfoliant it's gonna work wonders this is for any skin types anything all right vitamin c serum chemical exfoliant boom so there you go i just wanted to let everybody know i felt like i I don't want to gatekeep good skincare i love that thank you for sharing that honestly i'm the most low maintenance person when it comes to skincare i should probably step it up um i which i feel like everyone needs to hate you for because you have the most beautiful skin and she's always like i don't know i just you know i just cleanse and you know lotion 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 um yeah everybody has different skin types so honestly like it i i look up to people that have a skin regimen i'm like i think i'm not doing this right i'm not doing this one properly but we'll see how i age you know that it all comes down to that at the end of the day i can have nice skin today talk to me in five years maybe it won't be the same oh my gosh biology changes literally like you know you know people are it's so funny what people tell you when you're 28, like the things people tell you. And I feel like I've been consistently getting a message of, wow, you're doing so good for 28. You're really preparing yourself for being middle-aged. Like I've had people tell me like, you know what? You giving up alcohol at 28, that's so fucking great for you. Oh my God, you're doing skincare at 28. You're going to love yourself at 50. And it's kept, it's, I'm like, why do you guys keep tell, acting like I'm not young anymore? I need to prepare for middle age. It's freaking me out. Yeah. Um, it might just be capitalism that has like rewired their brain chemistry like, they're they they drank the Kool-Aid. They drank the yeah. Kool-Aid. <laughs> Anyways, right. we have a very exciting episode. We do. Ooh, ooh, Let's get ooh. into it. Let's get into it. All right, so today we're going to talk something I'm really passionate about, and I call it catching a vibe, all right? Catching a vibe. Catching a vibe. We all have intuition in us. We can all tell when, like, something just feels a little off. We can always tell when we meet somebody and you're just like, "Eh, I don't know what it is about that person. So we're really going to talk about that feeling and kind of what to do with that, for example. (laughs) For example, have you, I I just feel like, 
I don't know what, but I feel like catching a vibe is like my superpower. Like I always feel like I can catch a vibe on just like the slightest thing. Uh, someone told me it might be anxiety that I'm like looking for red flags in other people, but I'm telling you, I can just feel something within their vibe. With the vibe. Yeah, I... I don't know. Like, I think for me, I catch a vibe based on some verbal cues, some interesting behavior. Sometimes if they are one way towards a certain person and then they go to me and they completely change their behavior, I'm like, oh my God, what happened here? What, what What's going on? I'm very observant. I love like, I think I grew up people watching because like I was kind of an awkward kid. So I really pick up on like social cues. So maybe that's where like me catching a vibe comes from. I have met people in my life before where I was like, something, you know what I mean? And you're just like, why don't I like them? I want to like them. And I would consider myself not a judgmental fuck because I, I like, I don't know. I think like t- truth be told, a lot of people like get a good vibe. From so if I don't like you, usually something is up. And I'm gonna, it's gonna come about late. In the most recent years, I did meet somebody. And right when I met them, they like knew one of my friends, but then they said they didn't know me. And I was like, okay, whatever. Not that weird. But then later I was like, something's weird. Like something's just different. Like, why can't I, why can't I just like have a normal conversation? It's just awkward. Like just something feels weird. And then like later I come to find out like, they they were they were practicing some weirdo behavior, okay? And then later they did some shitty shit to my friends, and I was like, I fucking knew it. I was like, I was pretending to like this girl all along just to keep the peace, just not to make it weird because you guys liked her. But I have gotten a weird vibe from her all along. Turns out, yeah, she wasn't that cool. So I caught this vibe off of this girl in the seventh grade, right? And I just like, I'm 13 at the time. But she was just doing some weirdo shit that I thought was fucking just a little off, right? And I'll actually tell the story because, like, I feel like who gives a fuck? We could talk about this. So she was um asking for people to give her money so that she could get her eyebrows waxed at Jean Juarez. What? And I like she was GoFunding yes. herself. Okay, but the, and I was like, and she was like, I need. $35. If you guys all give me a dollar, I can get my eyebrows wrecked at Jean Juarez. And me being semi-helpful, I was like, you know, you should just choose a lower price point. You can get there a little quicker. Okay? I was being fucking nice. Resourceful. Resourceful. Innovative. And you she know? was yeah. like, no, like, I don't let anyone touch my yeah. eyebrows, but like a Jean Juarez, like, I don't, I don't go to like shady places to get my eyebrows done. And I was like, wait a minute, bitch. You're asking people for money to get your eyebrows waxed. Also, she was broke, but she had standards. Yeah. Also, <laughs> I, I've been, I've fucking been playing this game long enough to know probably what tax bracket your fucking parents are at. All right. Go ask mommy and daddy for that money. And I always thought that was, I just got a weird fucking vibe off of her. And I did not like her in the seventh grade. Fast forward to the like 11th grade. Turns out she had a huge falling out with a bunch of her friends because she was a fucking klepto and was like stealing from all of her friends and like da 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 da. And I was like, oh, isn't that interesting? Because I did catch a vibe off you that I just didn't fucking like. Yeah. It, it's interesting like, growing up in Seattle because we hung out with people that like their parents had like they lived in mansions. You know what I mean? Like their parents had money. 
Yep. And I had several friends who like I go hang out with and I have worked. Today I came to the realization that I have been working for 10 years and I'm <laughs> but yeah. um but I started working pretty young. As soon as I hang out with some people and I'd have money that like I worked for and I had no problem spending it because I'm not a stingy bitch. So I would just like spend money, but sometimes like they never contribute to the fund and I'd be confused because I'm like you live in a mansion. I live in an apartment. I share a room with my sister and we're spending my money and you feel entitled to use my money. Interesting. And it made some friendships weird, even when we were that young. And later, I don't know if it was really by association, turned out to be like super shameful, like bullying girls that were like sexually assaulted based on like my he's my boyfriend. He's my friend's boyfriend, like type of situations. Where I'm like, oh my God, you're just shitty all around. So really look at the consideration of friends in your friendships in in how they utilize like your resources and your time and how they value. Because that was a really big tell for me. That I was like, you know that I work like a lot and you do not give a single fuck about not paying me back. Nothing. Like I remember one time I I was missing like 80 bucks from my wallet. And they were like, I don't know what you're going to say. Like, I don't know. And I was just like, oh, my God, you're a rich girl. I'm so confused as to why you needed my aid. But you know what? Keep it, baby. Keep it. Now who's on top? No, she's joking. But no, I just. I Actually, think, it's me. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I but, know exactly what she's doing, and it's not well. <laughs> besides the point, I guess, right? <laughs> besides the point. Besides the point. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. You know, you always like it's like catching up and vibe. Oh, you know what's one that I always say? Like, I, not to be like, I've caught the vibe. I feel like whenever a dude is in a relationship, he just puts off different energy and I can catch the vibe. Like, like people are like, I'm like, he has a girlfriend and they're like, what? I was like, no, it's just giving is in a relationship. It's giving sketchy, shifty behavior. And if he's not in a relationship, he's a sketchy motherfucker. He's just giving off like sketch vibes and I'm catching a vibe off this dude. And then lo and behold, it's like you get hit up like, hey, I saw that you like took like fucking we're in this. I don't know, like posted a picture on Instagram at the same place. My boyfriend was fucking Friday night. Like, do you know him? It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Here are my tells for like you have a girl um, or a significant other or somebody all close to being your girlfriend. One is like no social media. Like they do not ask for your Instagram Maybe Snapchat. They that yeah. that one is the biggest sell. I'm like, why Snapchat? I always just say I don't have one. Um, that one's for close friends. Then the second one will be like if they're really into me like that night, and then they're like for some reason like follow up is like the most bizarre thing you have ever witnessed. Like you know what I mean? Like super down to hang out, love me that day, blah blah blah, and then like kind of ghosty, kind of super on, super off, super on, super. Off. It was like are you well like what's going on like it doesn't bother me honestly like it's whatever just sketchy behavior my third one actually comes from this one guy this happened this happened at forbidden kingdom so i think it's pretty funny because this was recent i had been hanging out with this dude that i met like at a rave i i say i'm done with rave dudes and then every time they just keep coming (laughs) back and i just keep (laughs) um so i met him at a rave we hung out a couple times you know we were hooking up whatever and then suddenly like i go to miami and this man like he's suddenly not my follower anymore and like i don't follow him and i'm like oh my god like did he remove me as a follower so i followed up with him just because like you know i really thought we were cool he kind of gives me the 
oh my God, like I thought you unfollowed me. I was butthurt and I unfollowed you back. And honestly, like at the time, it kind of made sense because sometimes I do that. Like I do go on unfollowing sprays. So I was like, oh my God, the drug me just decide like I didn't like this person and do that. Turns out he was gaslighting me, dude, because I then after he calls me out, like he follows me, but he doesn't like let me follow him until like two weeks later, which I was like, oh, girlfriend, like 100% this dude has a girlfriend. Somebody doesn't want somebody that he doesn't want me to see or them to see me. You know, like I, I knew that. So then whatever, I don't talk to this dude again. And then I saw that he had like had removed me as a follower again. And I was like, whatever. But still watches like, like all my shit, whatever. So then I go to Forbidden Kingdom and I shit, you know, and I turn around and like, I kind of see this dude and I go, <gasps> and then he grabs his pashmina from both sides of his face to cover himself, like from side to side. And he's like turning, right? And I was, I was so insulted because like, like, it's, under know, like, co- like his cover is blown. Like he's got to get, he's like has the headset in like abort mission. Get out, get out. Like yeah, I was okay. I'm sorry, but like, I think I'm kind of cute. You know, like I believe in myself. Like I don't feel like I should be somebody that you like, you know, that you're ashamed of showing off. Also, like I was just, that's so insulting. If you're Rude. like trying to like, do I give crazy energy? Maybe I give, maybe he's listening to a podcast and knows like I'm a mandatory reporter because yeah. And then at one point he like kind of gave up because like his group wasn't moving. I wasn't moving. I was obviously, I knew where the fuck he was all the time. I just wasn't going to be the one that approached him. I should have looking back at the situation. I was like, I should have been a crazy bitch for like about two minutes. I should have been like, Hey, what's up? But I did it. I just like waited for him to actually like acknowledge like kind of eye contact situation. I was like, hi. And he said, hey. And I was like, good to see ya. And he said, good to see you too. And I was like, I don't need to ever see this person again. Um, I'm good. Toodles. Suspect. Girlfriend. It's giving girlfriend. Or if it's not giving girlfriend, it's giving immature. It's giving, did, was not feeling the vibe and didn't know how to like. <laughs> I feel like strongly in my soul of souls, if they're contacting you on a cell phone, they should not be contacting you through social media after a certain point. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I remember this guy, like, I was, I would say seeing him as a loose term. We were dating, I guess. I guess that's what you call dating. But he always called me on Facebook Messenger or he like would text me on snap which i thought was odd because i knew he had my phone number and one time i called him out on it and i was like i was like why don't you just text me or call me like you have my number like i I didn't see your fucking snap like you know like you were trying to like what and he was like oh well this is like my work phone so like i don't know i don't like to text on my work phone and I, i remember like in my mind being like that's but you have snapchat on your work phone i remember thinking that but i kind of like didn't really give a fuck in the moment because i was about to get free dinner so like who gives a fuck you know like i'll eat my steak and shut the fuck up but yeah then that guy did like i'm not gonna say the stupidest thing but high key one of the dumbest fucking things ever is on snapchat he like deleted me as a friend but he i don't know how the fuck snapchat works but i could still see his name and like mm-hmm. i clicked on his story and he was with with a bitch in fucking thailand and we had hooked up like two weeks prior so like i was just thinking oh 
you don't plan a trip to Thailand in two weeks for Valentine's Day. Like, that's something you do with your girl. And I just remember being like, oh, well, click, 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 click. You are trying to commit to me because you are already fucking committed, dude. And uh, Berenice yeah. had a bad vibe about that guy. I honestly knew he was a bad guy, but again, sometimes you stay stupid for dick or Patron shots or what the fuck ever. I wasn't that hurt about it. It was more of like a I should have known better life lesson situation. But you got to listen to the vibes, whether it's yours or your friends, like if you really care. I am a crazy person when it comes to my friends. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I have the loyalty bug, but and I am protective. So like the second, you know, when they're like, um, like Pearl, she's like in love with her best friend. Like she was just a lesbian. I love my friends so fucking deeply that when a guy enters a picture and they're not like automatically like obsessed with her, like posting her places, putting that. I'm like, what's wrong with you? You're you're guilty until proven innocent at this point, okay? Mine's the other way around. You're gonna prove yourself because I know you did some sketchy behavior in the past, and I'm gonna find out, and I'm gonna find, I'm gonna find it. And you're not gonna hurt my friend. So I, yeah, it's like y'all, I, mean, I don't know if I catch a vibe with my friends, significant others, or if I just like. <laughs> Dudes just ate shit, and you just Did know you it. Just ate shit, yeah. And I'm like, mm, <laughs> are you gonna hurt her? Are you gonna hurt her? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that one. But so when they prove me right, I'm like, God, fuck me. Why you had to do that? I was starting to like you, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I agree with with that with all that. Um, I think with catching a vibe and how people like don't just treat each other. I think sometimes noticing how. People treat others and I in this one I would say with um with friends with girlfriends if you have girlfriends who constantly use like manipulate chances are they're gonna do that to you a little bit okay I takes one to know one but like if you're if you can manipulate and you know how to do that use your powers for good please like for world peace you know like aim for the stars but I've seen women who like are kind of manipulative towards men and then they turn it on you sometimes in certain things want to pay for something or when they don't like I don't know they just it's very small but like I have seen that a lot in my life where I have had like best friends who I love but they would like lead a lot of guys on and just to like kind of get things and that always made me super uncomfortable mostly when like I was also friends with those guys and I was like yo that dude likes you and you don't like him but you're not telling him you don't like him just to like get things out of that relationship. And that feels really muggy to me. Yeah. I don't like that. You know, I'm funny. You know, sometimes it's funny you say that because like I wish I like had the like where for all to manipulate a guy to get what I want. I fall in love with every dude I meet. <laughs> like I wish like I know this. You're not talking about me on this one, babes. I don't do that shit. But <laughs> no. I, I think also not only manipulating, but like. I guess, like, how someone really treats, like, I wouldn't even say their worst enemy, but, like, how someone treats someone, it only takes so long for the wheel to come around and then that person be you. Like, if you see someone being super shitty to somebody else, like, or they're being, like, super, I guess, vindictive is the one that I see come back around where it's, like, you have your one friend has a falling out with somebody and then, like, 
fucking tries to end their like existence and life and try to break up all their other friendships bro be careful with that person because it fucking only takes so long before you're the person like that they're trying to cut relationships off with other people and i've seen this happen like not with me specifically but like within a like a I don't know, like a larger friend group of circle where it's just like, girl, you should have been known she was about to do that to you because she's already done that to somebody else. That's kind of her playbook. We've talked about this before, okay? You're not the exception. We're not exceptions. We just aren't. We're all beautiful, wonderful humans. But like, if somebody has showcases that they're going to treat people like shit, they're also going to treat you like shit. Good chances. Good chances. Another thing Um, I feel like about catching a vibe is like, like, I feel like people who are like master manipulators or like like to control the situation try to push out really good people. So like if you have like a guy that you're seeing, he's like, oh, I don't like that one dude you hang out with or that one girl you hang out with and not necessarily isolate you, but just be like, oh, I don't know. That guy gives me sketchy vibes. Be careful who says has sketchy vibes. It's like, which one of you is sketch? Are you the sketchy person or are they the sketchy person? So don't turn your back on your friends too quick. You gotta be like protect your homies. Yeah, be cautious. But I think like when catching a vibe, you can always catch good vibe. And I think some people just so really one tell. I guess like for me, when I'm catching a vibe, is like my body starts reacting. Okay, and sometimes like in past even like relationships, I've gotten so anxious where I'm like everything seems good. He's saying the right things. Why am I so fucking anxious? And I think, why am I so fucking anxious? So I think that comes from, like, my intuition being like, you know, something's up. Flight or flight is starting to do the flight or flighty thing. I have kind of, like, always kept, maybe maybe it's, like, my um, attachment style issues, whatever. The dude was being shady the whole fucking time. So maybe sometimes you just really have to tell, like, how I feel around this person. If I have anxiety... Why is that coming from? And then go to people like you like that you have maybe like really liked from the beginning and sense like the, in your body, how your body reacted around them. And I, I think you can sometimes tell like there's an e- when you're around like people that have similar values that are genuine, like you don't feel like a, eh. like, you know what I yeah. mean? Like they don't make you feel anxious. They don't feel like that. And I, I something that I experienced recently, because in the past, like two sort of like situationships I've been in, I... I felt anxious and kind of like uncomfortable and I felt like I've been fighting myself, my demons. I've been fighting like, you don't like me. You like me. I want to be with you. Lies, blah, blah, blah. All that shit. And like <clears throat> recently I kind of met up with somebody that I had had a thing with in the past and we like he he ha ha and it felt so genuine and just like natural and cute. And I was like, oh my God. This is how that is supposed to feel. Like I had forgotten what liking somebody else and raising somebody else and like, you know, like being around somebody that cares about you mutually feels like. And that felt like so peaceful. And so I feel like sometimes we get really caught up with some situations that are going on in our life and our our bodies like on a dopamine rush and we caught up in this whole drama and this whole saga. Just remember that things are supposed to feel at ease a little easier like relationships are hard work and there's situations that you have to get through you shouldn't feel constantly anxious around yeah and i think you know your vibe attracts your tribe so if you're being kind of a 
cool, dope person, then you're going to attract cool, dope people. So if you know Mm -hmm. that your energy and your vibe is good, then I think you can like trust your intuition a little bit more, you know, and I feel like I come to every, I don't know, I just show up in the world and try to be a really nice and genuine person. So when I don't get that back, I kind of know it's like a lot more about them than me. Uh, And they just might be having an off day or whatever. But it's like if I'm coming with positive energy and I'm getting like a little bit of shit and a little bit of pushback from you, at least I know it's like, well, this is definitely you. It's not me. Like, I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying to grow a connection with you. So it's this is a you problem. I think you can also catch a vibe when your relationship is over. I think you catch that vibe. And some people have caught that vibe and stick it through one year, two years, four years, whatever. Um, for me, when I caught that vibe, but like it was a boop booping, um, it was when I started to get like, like anxiety attacks. And I thought maybe like I'm allergic to alcohol. I am stressed by school. I am financially stressed, blah, 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 blah. It was my fucking boyfriend. <laughs> I mean, obviously all those things contributed, but like I was trying to make my relationship work so much, even though he was just a very anxious person and it, it literally caused me anxiety. And I I didn't realize that for a really long time until like I broke up with him and I was like, suddenly I don't get anxiety attacks anymore. Like, wow, I struggled with anxiety attacks for two years from, from my relationship with somebody else. Well, you know, and I think, you know, a lot of admiration to you is like you try to clean up your side of the street before blaming the other person, which I think is like really admirable. And I really feel like, like, you know, it could have been one of those other things. Right. So I feel like that's like really fair yeah. of you to at least like try and like be like, OK, well, maybe I should stop drinking. And blah, blah, blah. But then you did all those things and you're like, well, it looks like it's the <laughs> one that I didn't want it to be. But here we are now. So, yeah. Yeah. But the thing about like knowing when it's over, I think it's just like it's just it's so different for each person. And usually with my friends, I just let them get there on their own uh, because I felt like so many times it's like there's literally nothing anyone can say that can like bring that person to the point where they're ready to break up. Like they're going to have to get there on their own, unfortunately. And um, you have to just be there for that person. And like also, yeah, but I do feel like sometimes I heard that like if you have written down a pro a pro and a con list of your relationship, just fucking leave. Like the fact that you're even like sitting down being like, Oh, like do the pros outweigh the cons? It's like, dude. And you really are digging for that pro list. Like I've, I don't know if I've told this, I have told this story before, but like when I did that with my ex and like pros were just like, like, I don't know. Like I could have just like read off the top three cons and any normal fucking sane person would be like, Dude, you need to fucking leave. But then the pros, I was like fucking digging. I was trying so hard to find more pros than cons. And like, <laughs> yeah. I did it. But like, like, shit. like <laughs> the cons were like. You were doing brain yeah, cartwheels, you know? Just fucking cartwheels, dude. Trying to figure, like, I don't know. But, you know, funny about that was like, I think like, I don't know. I must have been 21, 20, 20, 21. And I remember my friend being like, oh, you're fucking delusional about your relationship, right? I wasn't ready to hear that at 20. And then at 21, I was like, yeah, you're right. You know what I'm saying? But like, they just didn't deliver that in the right way. People will fucking get there. But I do feel like, 
I don't know. I'm I'm waiting for the person to like reach out to us. Like <laughs> you guys have been such strong advocates with breaking up with your boyfriends that I finally did it and I feel great. Listen, I broke up with my boyfriend from listening to podcasts. Okay. The, these gr- girls gotta eat. They were like, break up with your boyfriend. And I was like, bet. To when? <laughs> Tomorrow? Yeah. Um Yeah, sometimes you just gotta do it. And I think like by by year two, if things haven't changed, you feel un like uneasy about the situation i think like sometimes too like then honestly like that sometimes you can catch a vibe with somebody and have like a good connection and it doesn't work out but maybe in like some years it might work out okay you never know people grow so much individually and i think we don't sometimes we get so caught up like they're gonna grow without me no that's like a good thing (laughs) they should grow without you you know Recently, I ran into an ex at Beyond, okay? And I uh, I had hope that he was growing without me. It, it looks like a dud. But, you know, I, I had to see it to believe it. Hey, man, and, like, my favorite thing is nothing changes if nothing changes. And as soon, and this is just in general, like, as soon as you've done as much as you can do in the balls and in somebody else's court, if they ain't doing nothing, they ain't doing nothing. And I think the, like... I don't know. Like, I think we all have hopes. Like, oh, like, I don't know, at least for me, whenever I break up with someone, I'm like, I hope they have a fabulous life. I hope they get their shit together. I hope they emotionally yeah. mature. And I hope that, like, our arguments have prepared them better for their next relationship. And, um, you know, one of my exes has got married recently. And I just, Ooh. I don't know. It's one of those weird things where it's like, that could have been me if I fucking settled. And, like, I know that sounds fucked up, but, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't mean that in a fucked up way, but it's just, like, I just don't. Th- I just think that it's, like, they just found the right person. And some people don't give a fuck about certain things more than others. And, like, he was right for a different person. He just wasn't right for me. And I feel like you're better off, like, letting that person go and, like, letting them find their real person than trying to like fucking settle all your morals and values and then be miserable and brave cartwheels yeah. over and over and over like that's so much work it just, and honestly just fucking things if you I, you know what's funny is like you start becoming friends with people who are fucking divorced and <laughs> you get this whole new outlook on shit and like i was i i'm I've been it's funny. I've been becoming friends with people my age, and some of them have already been divorced and shit like that. But I was in the fucking sauna of LA Fitness. This woman was talking about her ex husband that she literally just got divorced from, and she was like, "He's always done this shit. Like he did it when we were dating. I thought it, he was gonna fucking stop with this shit, and he never did." And I was like, "Ding, ding, ding! You've had a problem with this since the fucking beginning. You hoped it changed." And you married him despite him. And then you get broken up from this shit that it, it, it didn't develop. It's always been there. You know, You're like, how long can you just fucking let something like fester? And it, eventually it's like, yeah, well, I had to divorce him, you know? I agree. And I don't know if you've been watching the queer ultimatum. Okay. Oh, yeah, baby. Should, oh, my God. That, that show is amazing. Okay. Uh, get on it. Get on. It's, queer kind, of, it's they, kind of stressful. It's a little stressful, but 
Honestly, I feel like if you're at the point where it's like either gotta get new or we gotta break up, and you don't like things about a person that they haven't, you gotta let that person go. That yeah. is not your person. Marriage is not gonna fix your problems. I think it's an interesting it's way to frame whether you should stay with someone, which is, do I marry this person as they are right now? And it's like, if the answer is no, are they willing to change those things? If the answer is no to that, then like, what do you do? You gotta, you go. gotta go. You gotta go. <laughs> So if you catch a vibe, get the fuck out of there, okay? Fight or flight, we choose fight, flight, flight. We're catching flight. And then that's why I personally am a huge fan of telling people, if they catch a vibe on a first date, don't even fuck it. Just fucking, fucking toss it away, right? Toss it away yeah. where you like waste one evening instead of fucking five years of your life. And you're like, because once the deeper you get into it, the longer, the more you feel like you have to stay. So once you catch that vibe that this isn't going to fucking work, toss it away. Throw it away. Be done with it. Yeah. If you, oh, another catching a vibe, I would say that if you catch a vibe with somebody, but you are ca- are more into the potential of who they're going to be, that's not who they are. All right? Keep it real. It's not who they are. It's who they could be. But it's not, you're not going to push anybody to be a certain way. That's who, If you are not with the full reality of the situation you're more into the potential maybe simmer maybe be their friend maybe watch them grow from afar and then once they're that person who you saw that potential with not that then that's it but if it's not there yet that's okay that's okay to wait it out let them get there by themselves on their own i'm you know yeah i'm also gonna give another one that I, I catching the vibe of you catch a vibe during an interview process or if you catch a vibe mm-hmm. at work I feel like you should really listen to that vibe because I've been in situations where things felt a little off at work and then they just kind of got worse mm-hmm. and I'm yes. like damn I should have yes. listened to my intuition when it told me that this person is ain't shit and I should not work for them oh 100% Stay catching those vibes. Stay reading into things. Like, don't overthink it. I would say, I'm big on confronting vibes. All right? Nip it in the butt. Don't, like, sit there and be like, "Mm, what was it? Just act. We love action on this podcast. If you're seeing somebody and their behavior sometimes just flips up a switch, that's a vibe. Maybe take a step back. Say, hey, I would love to talk to you about this action that just occurred. They don't have a good answer. You gotta go. Yeah, and, you know, I lean towards confrontational, right? Like, aggressive. So something my therapist has told me is maybe lean more towards curiosity, okay? So (laughs) instead of... I love that! (laughs) Instead of being like, I'm going to fucking cut you because if you don't give me your cell phone because you're acting sketchy, you could be like... Hey, I was curious. You've been acting this type of way. A little different. I know. <laughs> yeah. You've been acting a little different. And I just wanted to mention it because this is what it's making me feel like. So I'm just curious on why I'm seeing this behavior change. And they might have an innocent answer. They could be like, my childhood pet lizard died. I've been feeling really weird about it. And I didn't know how to talk to you about it because I thought that you might shame me for my feelings. Okay. And then it's simple as that. Or they might gaslight you. And then, you know, something's up. Yeah. I, that's happened to me a couple times, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> they, they really try. They really, but here's what I'll say about that and catching a vibe. 
you've got to trust the universe because people are always going to like show their truth. Okay. And it's going to come out one way or another. Truth always comes out. So like sit back and yes, you might end up a little hurt, but let people show their true colors on their own. If they're a shitty person, it's going to show maybe not with you, but with somebody else. Like at the end of the day, it all catches up to everybody. Our actions catch up to us. So worry about yourself. Worry about being a person, about building yourself up. And if somebody decides to be shitty, that's really on them and not on your account. Because your actions for the best of your ability, they were genuine. And that's all we can really control is our actions, not others. So, yeah. That's it, baby. That's the episode. Listen to your intuition, catch a vibe, and be a good person out in the world. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for listening. As always, please subscribe and please go follow us at things number four, your concern on Instagram. Uh, for plugs of the week this week, we're adding the GoFundMe's for all the people affected by the Gord shooting. Uh, so please go check that out if you're to donate and just share. Awesome. And I'm at Bernice DSM. Sorry, on Instagram. And I'm at LLTutor. We will see you next beautiful week. Bye. Bye.